Welcome to the Farming Without the Bank podcast, the show with a no BS approach to money. Hosted by a farm strategy expert and authorized IBC practitioner. Join us as we get real and expose the flaws of traditional financial institutions in order to help farmers take control of their finances, create peace of mind, grow their wealth, and leave a legacy. Now, here's your host, Mary Jo Ehrman. Welcome to today's podcast. Thank you once again for coming back, tuning in for the first time. Whatever it is, I appreciate the fact that you are here. Today, I want to talk to you about picking the right life insurance company and just kind of general information getting started. I've had a lot of questions about it. If you listen to the last podcast, you heard me rant a little bit. And so I'm going to continue not the rant, but I'm going to continue with some of the information just to make people aware because it, I don't know, for some reason, it's just become not necessarily an issue, but a lot of questions around it. And that's great. I absolutely love it when people do their due diligence and they are looking for as much information as they can, because there is a lot of information out there today, which is fantastic. When I started this process 11 years ago, well, let's just say that the internet seemed like it barely existed, but there was no Google, you guys. I was Yahoo and stuff to get information, and I would type in infinite banking concept and nothing would come up. There was one practitioner at the time who had a couple of videos, and that was it. Nobody was doing anything on the internet. And I've always been kind of a big internet person. And so it was crazy to me that I had never found it. But prior to even finding the infinite banking concept, I was constantly trying to find alternatives to the stock market. And I would, alternative investing is one of the big things that I was always yahooing, not Googling, yahooing at the time. And I just could not find anything. And then when I found life insurance, there was nothing. And so in the last 11 years, it is awesome. Just really in the last two to three years, the amount of practitioners putting information out there is fantastic. On the opposite side, there's a lot of information out there that is inaccurate from people that are not infinite banking practitioners They've read Nelson's book or they've read my book or they've read somebody else's book and they think that they know everything. And so we also have a lot of misinformation out there. That is okay with me as long as people come back to ask those questions and don't take everything that they read on the internet as gospel. I mean, we really now, the internet has become, a lot of people say it's a problem. I don't know that it's necessarily a problem. I wouldn't go that far. But a lot of people have, a lot of people really just have to do their research now and they really have to make sure that things that are being said are accurate. I don't care on what subject it is. It just seems like everything is being manipulated a little bit and that we really need to make sure that we double check everything. So I always tell people, please go Google away, (laughs) find as much stuff as you can And if there are things that are contradicting what I'm saying, please bring them back and let's talk about it. Because obviously there's a, you know, obviously it's a concern. It 
caught your attention, let's settle it. But really what I want to talk about today is picking a company, picking an agent. Who do I want to work with? Mary Jo, you're in North Dakota. Can I work with you? I'm in Nebraska, Wyoming, Colorado, Massachusetts, New York. It doesn't matter. I have clients in 30, I think we're in 37 states now, 35, 37 states, something like that. So I have clients all over the country. I am licensed in all of those states. Um, If I'm not licensed in your state, I get licensed in your state. Not that difficult to do. Unless, of course, I have to do fingerprints, then it takes forever. But otherwise, really, it's just time consuming, not difficult. And so not a big deal. Insurance is the same no matter where we're at. Teaching the concept is easy because we do it over Zoom. And I meet with all my clients over the internet. You can see me. I can see you. You can see my screen. It absolutely works great. I do understand that some people want to do business with people that they know and that they trust. And so they're asking me questions. How do I know what company to go with? How do I know what agent to go with? And so I just want to go over some of those things today in our podcast so that you can kind of get an idea of maybe why you need to work with an expert or what things that need to be considered in a company or things that I've run into. And so first of all, let's talk about the agent because I think that that is most important and the fact that this is a concept. I said this in my last podcast and I say it all the time and you guys are probably sick and tired of hearing it, but apparently I have to keep repeating it. Because so many people do not understand. This is a concept. The last few podcasts I've done are going over Nelson's book. The next few podcasts are going to be going over Nelson's book and studying the book and studying the concept. Because it is a concept. Life insurance is the tool. I'm not sure how I'm going to get that in your brains. If you have to re-listen to this podcast in that final 30 seconds for a million times, do it. (laughs) It is a concept. It is about changing our thought process around how we think about money. It is changing our thought process around utilization of money. There are so many things that our, and I don't necessarily want to blame the school system because I do not believe it is a school system problem alone. I think parents have a lot to play in that. But it is just a society of thinking that we spend everything we make. The only place we can go is a 401k IRA. And it doesn't matter what agent you go to to implement the policy, they can sell you a life insurance policy, but are they going to be able to help you with the concept? I have a gentleman that bought a policy from somebody else and I've, you know, I think I'm up to probably about 13 hours a time helping him and he finally just said, hey, can you help me with this because I absolutely cannot work with this guy. And I do not yet charge a consulting fee for people that aren't clients. And that's something that I'm going to have to start doing or considering because I have so many people that want help and I'm having to completely start over. They don't understand the concept. They have a policy, but they don't know how to use it. They don't know when to use it. They don't know why to use it. They have just no clue 
And the agent has no clue because he himself is not infinite banking certified. He doesn't understand the concept. He probably doesn't even understand that Nelson wrote a book. It's truly amazing to me how many agents will read my book and not understand that there is a book called Becoming Your Own Banker. There is a concept called the infinite banking concept that I teach. That is what we do as certified agents, teach the infinite banking concept. If you didn't get that out of the book, I urge you to go back and reread the first half of my book. And then if you're an agent and you've not read Nelson's book, do not even consider sending me an email because I probably am not going to have the nicest response. I'm just being straight up honest, straight up honest. I am Henri and it comes out once in a while. (laughs) And so ask my husband. That was my nickname for a long time, Henri. So If you are a reader and just a listener and not an agent listening to this, if you're going to go to your current agent for a life insurance policy, that's great. If you're going to come to me, and I've had this happen as well recently, they come to me and I want to shop around for insurance. No, if you're going to shop around for insurance, don't even bother calling me because this isn't about shopping for insurance and the cost of insurance. Again, you miss the entire point. This isn't about rates of return. It's about liquidity control and guarantees. It's about a different thought process around money. It's about freedom from the banks. It's about creating your own bank and you may be eventually becoming the lender. This is not about rates of return. It's not about, oh, who's the best? You need an agent that is going to understand, that is going to be there to teach you what you need to know. And you can find an infinite banking practitioner that's local to you. If you are a farmer, I really encourage you, do they understand farming and ranching? I have inherited some of those clients as well. They have a great practitioner. They totally understand the infinite banking concept. But that practitioner does not understand farming. If they are infinite banking certified, I can work with them even. But if they don't want to reach out to me and ask for help, why? If they do not understand your language and what you're talking about, that's a big deal. I met with some farmers, the whole family, and the bank could not get their head around what this family was doing. And when I got done, one of... It was another agent that I work with. And this, when I got done, one of the family members told the agent, I can't believe she understood in 30 minutes what the bank has not been able to understand in years, what's going on with our operation. I don't know why the bank couldn't understand what was going on with their operation because I understood it. Like, it's not, it wasn't that difficult to understand. You just have to ask questions and and truly care about what is going on. But as a banker, if I don't want to ask questions and I don't care about the people, I suppose I won't understand what's going on. But if you're going to work with an agent who does not understand commodity prices go up and down, does not understand the hardships of farming, doesn't understand the family dynamics, there is a lot going on in a farming industry 
or in a family operation or in any operation, even if it's not a family operation being taken over, are we going to be handing it off? What are we building it for? What does that look like? I mean, I have single farmers, no children, no wives started on their own. What does that look like? How old are we? Where are we going with it? What do we want to do? Build it and sell it, hand it off, mentor people. I don't know, but I have a lot of questions because I need to know all of that information. And some people get very irritated and we probably won't work together then because I don't work with just absolutely anybody that calls. You have to want to learn. You have to want to be able to make some changes and you are 100% in control. You have to manage it yourself. I am not managing it for you. I am teaching you how to do it. If you want someone to manage your money, please go back to the bank. If you want an agent to manage it for you and to hold your hand, I'm not the agent. There might be an agent out there, but I'm not that agent. This is about you being independent. Okay, so the agent is important. The fact that they are infinite banking certified is super important. Super important. There are agents out there that, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably step on some toes here because they listen, but there are some agents out there that used to be infinite banking certified. They no longer are practitioners of the program or they were trained by somebody that was infinite banking certified. They have lost touch to the concept. In the last podcast, I talked about Willie Sutton. I talked about the government stealing our money through taxation. Them making exceptions. They make a rule and then they make an exception to the rule. Most agents that are not infinite banking certified ignore those things. Nelson had a mission. I am here to help with that mission. I am not here to have government conspiracy and to talk. And we're not going to talk about fractional reserve banking and all this Fed stuff and I'm not here to do that. I'm here to teach you how to be independent, which then accomplishes what Nelson is trying to teach us, right? Sometimes we might want to go to the bank, but if there are people that truly fall in line with Nelson's thought process and they don't want to go to the bank, they want nothing to do with the bank, they will always borrow money from their policy, even if it's a higher interest rate. So even though that person can possibly set up a policy correctly, do they understand the mission? Do they understand the the thought process behind it? Are they giving you those options? This is economic. This is what Nelson is trying to teach. One is philosophical. Where do you want to go? You get to choose because it's your policy. Okay, so that's one side of it. Who's the agent? Are they going to be the perfect person to work with? The other side is picking the right company. And occasionally I'll get Somebody asking, well, you know, I have a policy with XYZ company, or I have a family friend that's an agent with XYZ company. And you know what? There are a lot of good mutual companies out there. I am not here to bash any of them. They are good companies. There are lots of companies that have been around for 200 years. But Nelson says in his book, I talk about it in my book, you need a paid up additions writer. There is a difference, people. 
a paid-up additions rider, and dividends that get paid to paid-up insurance. People will look at their statement and say, yeah, I've got a, I've got a PUA on there. Yes, because in a mutual company, 99% of the time, the dividends are going to go to paid-up insurance. That doesn't mean that you have a rider. There are companies that write Farmers belong to these organizations and they also have insurance. And these organizations can write good whole life policies, traditional whole life policies. They don't have the ability to put a paid up additions rider on there. There are mutual companies outside of the farming world that do not have the ability to put a paid up additions rider on. There are companies that have the ability to put up a paid up additions rider on, but they can't put as much money to it as the company that I work with or the companies that I work with, okay? Every company allows a different amount of money put to paid up additions. A lot of companies allow different structure. They allow different flexibility. The company that I use allows a great deal of flexibility. That is why I use the company. There are many other great companies that I can write with and several that I do write with, but I won't use them in a situation for farmers because they don't allow the flexibility. What happens in a bad year? Do we have to pay that full premium? What is the minimum premium that has to be paid? Most companies, their minimum is so high that we don't even really have flexibility. And there's all these rules that you have to follow in order to meet the regulation and keep track of more crap. And it's just super annoying. And so those things have to be looked at as well. If you are talking to somebody that wants to sell you something and they don't know how I structured the policy, they frankly just don't know what they're doing. Don't even email me and say, hey, how do they do this? I'm not telling you how they do it. If they want to know, if the agent that you're working with wants to know how to do it, then they should go become an infinite banking practitioner and they should train with a practitioner so they understand what they're doing. If they cannot do that, why do you want to work with them? And I'm not going to take the time to teach, okay? Second, somebody else, another company will come in and say, we got better dividends. Oh, for Pete's sake. Oh, let me take a deep breath. If we're getting into a dividend war, if we're getting into a war of my company's better than your company, there is one company out there that that is the game they like to play. Our company is the best. You know what? They're all good companies. They all have these little things called vital signs that allows us to see what their so-called health rating is. And you can go to AM Best, you can do a standard in pours, and they'll tell you if they're A plus rated, if they're A minus rated, if they're a B rated company. There are lots of companies that are A, triple A rated companies, AA plus, AAA plus rated companies, AAA minus rated companies. You can see that. Okay. I look at the vital signs of a company. Yes, there are companies that are paying better dividends. But what they don't tell you is they also have a higher interest rate to borrow your money. You take and you give. Nothing is free in the life insurance world. Nothing is free. You get nothing for free, okay? So if you come back to me and say, oh, this agent said I'm a better company, okay. 
that's that's all he's got to stand on is the fact that he says he has a better company, but he doesn't have any idea about the infinite banking concept. His company hates the infinite banking concept. Really? There's not one single agent for that company that is an infinite banking practitioner, yet he wants to sell you some life insurance so that you can utilize this concept. Did you guys hear that? He wants to sell you some life insurance. He's not teaching you a concept. He's not providing you the tool. Nope, he's selling you life insurance. This drives me crazy. These are all good companies. We should not be fighting about the company. We are here to teach a concept, okay? Dividends are dividends. We also need to consider if one company is giving a super high dividend and another company is not, why? Is it because one company might be super conservative and they're in today's economic world, they're just not sure they don't want to over project because your illustration, as Nelson said to one of my friends, the illustration is just a lie, lie, lie. And the reason he said that is because we have guarantees on one side of our illustration. We have non-guarantees on the other side of the illustration. The non-guaranteed is the projected dividend. Nobody knows exactly what that dividend is going to be. It's going to be very close, but it's not going to be exact. And then once that dividend is given, it moves over to the guaranteed side of the policy. And now the guarantees are bigger than they were ever projected to be. That illustration is only going to get better on the guaranteed side every single time a dividend is paid. On the non-guaranteed side, it might be off a little bit, up or down depending on what's going on with interest rates, depending on what's going on with the company's investments. Where are they investing money? If I just look at vital signs of certain companies, the majority of their money, some companies have 76% of their money in bonds. Well, I've got one company here, 83% of their money in bonds. Another company has 56% of their money in bonds and they have 10% in other investments. So let's just use two companies that I have right in front of me, okay? One company, 76% in bonds, very conservative company, 3% in other investments. Other investments are typically more risky, okay? 76%, let me go over this again, 76% in bonds, 3% in other investments, and 0.7% in the stock market. Another company, 56% in bonds, 10% in other investments, and 7.9% in the market. Both mutual companies. One far riskier than the other as far as investments go. Still not like super stock market risky, right? I mean, by all means. Like it's not like they have 100% of their money in the market. But one company might hold more risk. So they're projecting more dividends because they've got, they're projecting this bigger rate of return. Another company is going to be more conservative. Does it ultimately matter? If I'm conservative, I'm just going to play this steady role. If I'm not, I'm just going to have bigger ups and downs. The particular company that I picked with low rates or with more risk, I should say, with more risk, I have a colleague that said they're illustrating about 30% off, 30% to the bad, where the company that I typically work with, 
we're like, if I run an illustration from 11 years ago, we're about a thousand, anywhere between 500 to maybe a thousand dollars off from 11 years ago. We're talking like big premium. So it's different. We can't just go, oh, I'm going to compare all these companies and they're all good companies, right? It's, they're all good. It's just get started with an agent that understands These are all A-rated companies. Even the one that's illustrating 30% off with a higher risk, they're still an A-plus-plus rated company. They're still a double-A-rated company, Standard & Poor's. I mean, they've still been around for over 150 years. Is it horrible? No. But people want to look at numbers and they want to shop around. When these companies are good, Agents want to fight that my company is better. How about you just learn the infinite banking concept? So let's not get into the wars because I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to fight like a school kid that says I'm better than you. That is so stupid, you guys. Come on. It's just silly. I have a client who sells life insurance for a mutual company who cannot put a paid up additions rider on. He has policies with me. I pat him on the back every time he sells a traditional whole life policy with his company. It's absolutely fantastic. He is still doing the right thing. He is still doing the right thing for those people. Could they have money faster? Yep, you sure could. But traditional whole life is still better than a universal, an index, a flexible premium paying, whatever, a variable. It's still better than any of those policies tied to the stock market. So kudos to him. Kudos to those people for seeing the value of that. We get so stuck in, oh my gosh, my illustration needs to look just like Mary Jo's in the book. Does it? Is that the best fit for you? Is the agent just trying to duplicate what I have in the book without asking you 10 million questions? If they don't have a meeting, if you don't sit down for an hour and a half and an hour of that is asking questions about what you're doing with your operation and what's going on, you're not getting what you need because they truly don't know. They're just selling you something. Please, when you are picking an agent or you are looking for a company, if you do not want to work with me, I totally understand that. I'm not here to say I'm the best. I am the expert in the farming industry. I will 100% stand behind that. But I get that not everybody is going to be a fit for me. I get that not everybody is going to want to work with me over the internet because there are scammers out there. There are people that are going to take other people's money. Like, I get it. But if you're going to work with somebody local and they don't know the concept and they're trying to play off that their company is better, please, please do your due diligence and really sit back and say, what do I want? Do I want to learn Do I want to get away from the banks or do I just want to buy a policy? And I really don't care about my money. If you want to work with your local agent and they do not want to become infinite banking certified, they don't want to learn the concept, they don't want to devote time to it, I think that answers your question. You guys, I know I'm booked out and now I'm actually taking some time off. So you're going to see in my my calendar... If you're listening to this in 10 years, it's not going to matter. But those of you that are listening instantly, you're going to see my calendar is booked out three to four weeks. 
And I do also need a break. So I have taken some time off. I like to take my birthday off and that's coming up. So I am taking some time off. And so it has taken a little bit longer to get in to see me. But nonetheless, is it worth the wait? You can keep listening to the podcast. You can keep getting educated, but truly think about those things when picking a company, when deciding what we're going to do. Okay, all that is about all I have to cover on that subject. If you have comments, concerns, email me, maryjo at withoutthebank.com. If you have a policy and you're not sure if it's a good policy, ask your agent for an in-force illustration. And when we talk, I would be happy to look at that. I would be happy to look at it if I have time, regardless. I love to do that. But honestly, if I just am so busy on a day-to-day basis that a lot of times I just don't have the time unless we have an actual meeting set up. If you want to pick my brain, if you want to shop for insurance, If you're an agent looking to find free information, please do not schedule an appointment. We are not going to be a good fit. And there are people out there that truly, truly want help. And I don't say that to be rude. I just say that because I have had appointments recently where really good people just want information to take back to another agent. And I'm truly not in the business of teaching your agents what to do through you. If you are working with another IBC practitioner, you guys, if they're a practitioner, they're good people. They understand what's going on. They have the same strategies. We all talk. We all go to the same think tank every year. We're getting the information and they should be capable of helping you. Um, If they're not reaching out to you, please reach out to them. You know, we're not all perfect. I am not the perfect agent for all of my clients either. Sometimes I don't get to call them on a yearly basis. Some of them don't want me to call, but you know, they have, they can call me anytime, but I'm not perfect either. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, that agent should have called you back. Mm, You know, should have they? Yeah, maybe. Do we all forget things? Yes, we do. So please, please make sure that you are putting your finances first and doing what's right for you. Okay, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Please do share this with anybody that's like-minded that you think would like it. I would very much appreciate that. Thanks and have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to the Farming Without the Bank podcast. We hope today's episode has inspired you to take control of your finances in new ways. Don't forget to check out our website, farmingwithoutthebank.com, and engage with us on our Facebook page, Farming Without the Bank. Join us next week as we smash more financial myths and empower you to accomplish your financial goals.